0: Hi there, this is Erin Nicole, and you're listening to the Move Happy Movement podcast. On this show, I interview people from all over the world. Sometimes I do sermons from the, design, the divine. And sometimes I share music with you. I'm actually in the gym right now, so you might hear some extraneous noises in the background, some music that I don't own the rights to, so uh, shout out to the gym that I have a membership with. And, uh, I'm actually doing an upper body workout today, and the, uh, the father told me in the locker room when I put my clothes and stuff in there for work that, uh, he was going to give me a sermon during my workout, so I got my other phone ready, which is the one I'm recording on, and I was listening to some praise music while I did my proper warm-up, you should always do a proper warm up get your heart ready for exercise to get your body loosened up and whatnot and proper warm ups are different for everybody average average people a good 5 minutes or a little do on the forehead is good but if you've got any chronic heart conditions or if you have asthma they actually recommend for asthmatic individuals 15 to 20 minutes proper workout and uh or warm up, I should say, before getting to your main workout so that your body and your heart and your lungs can prepare and uh, then you can reduce the risk of cardiac arrest which is very important we've got a lot of people dying left and right everywhere and I don't want that to happen on my watch so spread the message if anything, if I add value to you at least in this beginning portion spread this message to your friends and family especially if they got the jab and you're concerned about their heart conditions or whatnot. So the topic, (laughs) he reminded me of a a woman that I look up to, and uh, she's got a great book. Uh, I think it's titled Build Your Empire, and uh, she's the wife of a real strong businessman, and they have a traditional conservative family structure. She takes care of the children and does all the wife duties, and he is the moneymaker of the family, the breadwinner, if you will. He's big in the real estate industry, and they met because she was modeling, and she was modeling for a commercial for a product that he was selling or service. I can't remember exactly, and she told the director she didn't want her number getting, you know, to anyone's hands, but <laughs> the director was sold by this guy. This guy's a very good salesman, and he, uh, he swooned her for a year, she ignored his advances for a year, and they finally snatched her up, and I uh, got to go to their sales conference, sales marketing business training conference a few years ago in, uh, Miami, Florida, actually, and, um, it was called 10X, they had had, I think, two other 10X annual conferences before that, and, uh, she did a special thing for the women of the event, a special private event for just the women, and she had written her book. Her, her husband wanted to encourage her to share her story, to share their family story, to build their family legacy, and to also be an example to their children. They have two, two girls, and at that time, they were like maybe 10 and five, I think was their age bracket. That was a couple years ago. And so she met with all of us ladies, and was teaching us how we can build an empire as a family. She's the visionary of their family. And she told her story. And I was like, man, how cool would that be to make money just sharing the truth? Oh, this one's out of order. This machine's out of order. So I'm going to go to this one. And uh, something told me that I'd be doing my story to you. And... Uh, the father said whispered reminded me of that memory and then he said uh, the title very poignantly termed is I build your empire he gives and he takes away he grows he allows things to grow and he allows things to crumble and fall and we don't keep him first place he's a very jealous god and uh Elena Cardone great great public speaker great mother, I imagine. I've never met her kids, but from how they present themselves in society, I imagine she does great things. And she exemplified the feminism that, how, uh, is biblical according to the faith system that I respect. And uh, in the Proverbs, it also speaks about uh, how uh, in Proverbs 31 specifically, you can research it yourself, but basically the uh, mother of the household, she gets up early, she stays up late, she goes to the city, she sells items, she makes sure she has servants, right? And we don't have servants, we shouldn't have servants in today's time, but there are many people that force children and people into slavery, and they call it jobs, just over broke. Uh, but she makes sure in Proverbs 31 that all of her servants, all of her children and family are clothed and fed. She is highly honored in society, highly respected, and I desire to be that woman—Proverbs 31 woman—and uh, I believe King Solomon wrote, if I'm remembering correctly, and he was the son of King David. He was actually a bastard child from Bathsheba, of which was another wife of his, and he killed her husband, King David, did in war, and he asked God for forgiveness and all of that. But King Solomon. At the throne after king david and he was a very wise man very wise man he made some mistakes later on in life got too much power too quickly but that can happen to any of us and uh, i think the father wants to remind us all including myself that he builds our empire and the empire that he builds for me he's building it right now he's building the people right now he's 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 gathering the troops right now for me. This life mission has been so powerful. It's attracted all kinds of people from every socioeconomic status, every uh, background and in, in race, ethnicity, you wanna say, and sexual orientation and um, academic stature. He is he assigned it to me in twenty eighteen very vividly. Very, very strongly. He came into my bedroom and he opened the heavens and revealed my life purposes to help empower you to find happiness from within. If you struggle with depression or a depressed state or you know someone that does that's what this show's all about. It has attracted mainly veterans, first responders, and their family members. Now, I don't discriminate against anyone, but it has been those kinds of people that have been my target population. And I was reading books in the beginning learning what that means. What is a target population? Well, how do you how you do targeted ads if you don't know the audience you're trying to attract. I didn't know. I didn't know anything in the beginning. But I've been obedient. And, uh... Oh, he's such a good father. Such a good father. There's this, this term in, in my faith system and in other uh, denominations uh, called missionaries. And part of that is mission, right? It's very military termed I believe the father loves it when we get along loves it when all his children we are all his children when we all get along but many have fallen away from him many deny that he exists many cause division on purpose because they focus on money they focus on power they focus on selfish ambitions whatever it is it's not focused on him first primarily and we all can go astray that's why he doesn't measure sin, he doesn't measure it differently. If, if you did one mistake, if you made one mistake in your whole life, you, you by your own abilities, you, you don't get to go to heaven. But, because he allowed his son to come down to the earth to be the ultimate role model example, and he took all of our sin on the cross, he died and he rose again. He was the first, he was the first to, to raise from the dead, the first of the dead to raise. And he gave us everything we need to know. He kept it very simple. He said, Love the Lord your God with your heart, soul, mind, and strength, and love your neighbor as you love yourself. When the Pharisees, Sadducees, whoever the religious leaders were trying to trip him up, they were looking for faults because they are religious. And the Father doesn't like religion, I don't think. I think the Father loves it when we all choose to be kind to one another. And he's building my empire. Oh, he's building such a great empire. I'm so excited. And you might define it differently. That's okay. You might have desires in your empire that are different than how I desire. I desire to go out of this world where people at my funeral, that it's recognized all over the world as she loved people, no matter what their backgrounds were, no matter what their financial circumstances were, no matter how many people they cheated and wronged, that I chose to love them anyway. Because the Father has caused caused people to be good, has caused people's behaviors to change just by me, choosing to love them and not judge them. And I'm not perfect at it. I definitely have lost my temper in the last few months towards people that could have helped me that chose not to. And then I reminded myself, all right, those people, the Father didn't cause those people to be good to me. I'm supposed to learn how to tighten up my ship. I'm supposed to learn how to bounce back quickly even when people choose not to help because there's so many people in need right now. So many. He's building my empire. I'm so very excited. Father, I thank you. I praise you for giving me this opportunity to use this platform to spread your love around the whole earth, to allow people to be themselves, to learn, to be reminded of how you've designed them and how you desire for them to live and operate in this world to show them just what truly is capable in their lives that they could start at any point in their journey and have an outstanding incredible life and not waste a minute on this earth wasting it on energy being angry on energy being sour towards other people on jealous and all those things. I thank you and I praise you for guiding this, this conversation, Father. I praise you for guiding this sermon. I will say whatever you tell me to say and withhold anything that would not be good fruit, would not be good examples of what to say, what to do. I'm in the process right now of our mission or in the planning stages of it. You can be a missionary anywhere in the world if you're listening to this. You can do good in the world to anyone. You can spread the love of the Father. You can help the poor. That's what Jesus did. He didn't judge anybody. He revealed himself as the Messiah. The first person ever was um, a woman that had been married five times and she was living with the sixth man, I think, or the fourth. She was married a lot. We'll just put it that way. She was of a different... Uh, type of person she was a Samaritan and the Jews didn't speak to the Samaritans there was racism back then and he wasn't even supposed to speak to her he went to the well to get water and he revealed things to her that that uh, he knew about her because he's the son of God and he knows all things and she said you must be the Messiah he said I am and she went and told everybody that he revealed things about her that there's no way he could have known. I, th- I think that they put that in the Bible very specifically to teach us. Teach us that he didn't come to save all the rich and the religious. He came to save those that are downcast and brokenhearted. And in that time period, the government leaders were stealing from the poor. They were charging so many taxes. And they went in cahoots with the Pharisees, Sadducees, religious leaders charging taxes to change their coins to the currency that was recognized in the Roman uh, time period and whatnot. Caesar was in power. Sadducees, Pharisees, all of them were stealing from the poor and telling them in the churches that it was what God wanted. It was evil. It was pure evil. Nothing in this world is new. We're actually going through that same thing right now in the world. They're trying their best to get you to take government payouts, handouts, so that you could be slaves Because we're draining the swamp, at least in America. I don't know about what's going on in other countries, but I know that there's good warriors of light that look out for people not to get something back, but because it's the right thing to do, because they have goodness within them. They are patriots. They care about their families, and they care about other people's families. They chose to protect me in 2020 when the richest evil people in the world that sacrifice children in private that are satanic worshipers they worship Baal you can review Jeremiah 19.5 they chose to protect me from, from those evil people and the Epstein Island people that tried to cover up their trail that they do terrible things to children because this group the Illuminati, Deep State they tried to get me to join multiple times they kept bothering me Bothering my content, bothering me. I sent a PhD in divinity. A religious leader, she said she was. Told me all kinds of lies. The father of lies is a deceiver. And he'll use all kinds of temptations. Thank the Lord. The military stepped up to protect. To help Correct things that were trying to be stolen from me. I continue being obedient to the Father. I continue being grateful for another day on this earth. I do not waste any minutes. Last month I was homeless. My money had been siphoned off because I was in a car accident in July. The car insurance companies still have not paid anything since July 8th and as I record this it's December 1st. It's the fourth time i've been homeless in the last three years of the worst rigged competition in the history of the world it's it's actually the first in history contest i've been a part of father assigned me this mission in 2018 right before i moved across the country and then in october of 2020 so less than two years later it was around a year and a half later then i found out from this phd in divinity that's why she called her way onto my team she told me that, that they're adding mental health ambassadors to every major nation how did the rich know that first because they can't keep their mouths shut they talk amongst themselves about themselves for themselves and they started talking about me in private rich conversations and private parties how in the world did my name get into the hands of the richest people in the world 18 months into it it my name had been talked about since since the beginning 2018 when the father called me to this life assignment. Since the beginning, I had no idea what this group was. But in 2020, I received protections from the top security team that protects our commander in chief. The best warriors. I only met one. I only met one of them. And he told me. He said, Do you know what the Illuminati is? I said, No, they wouldn't tell me. He said, What do they say to you? And I told him. He said, They were very vague in the messaging. They wanted me to join. They could only tell me if I joined their cult. I said, No, thank you. That is the definition of a cult. I learned about associations for my dare officer in sixth grade. Because I grew up in the hood. I grew up with with drug dealers that were next door neighbors. They didn't ever bother me because I was a little girl growing up in the hood. And my parents took all of these drug dealers when they were in junior high, middle school to church. My parents were youth pastors. And these hoodlums, they respected God. They loved God but they grew up in a poor neighborhood and they were trying to feed their families. They were doing what they only knew how to do. With a society, with music that was mainstream and popular, that was teaching them to not like education, to not like the government, to not, to not like first responders, right? So they did what they had to do. I, I learned from the bear officer because they went into our community and taught us in school, in elementary, my first year in public school. Because they knew that they can't change older people's patterns of behavior, so they gotta get get us while we're young and help plant seeds. Most of the kids in my sixth grade class, I was 11 years old. Most of them were children of drug dealers or nephews or nieces. And they couldn't control where they were born from they couldn't. So I learned a lot of what not to do, and what to do. And, yeah, a lot of people say I'm naive. I'm still learning because I have the love of the Father in my heart. But they see naivety and I see choosing to be kind to others. I'm trying my best to exhibit the fruits of the Spirit to people, even those that harm me, even those that disrespect me, even those that are rude to me. I've had to deal with rude men my whole life. Disrespectful men my whole life, starting as young as my family, as early as three years old. This group, this cult, they harm children in private, they sexualize children, pedophilia, they make a lot of money doing it. At the top tier, they sacrifice them to the god of fertility. Look it up online if you don't believe me. It's been happening in many countries around the world, and the top military, the bravest warriors of. The whole world swore us to protect me in 2020 when I had expanded Move Happy across three continents without any business loans or grants through internship partnerships from a community member's recommendation through my DMs on social media. He's an American citizen, kind of like a missionary in a commune down in uh, South or Central America I think he lives in Costa Rica I'd have to review the podcast episode I meet a lot of people I don't remember everybody's stories I remember the details that the father allows me to remember but I have brain damage it was caused at an early age PTSD that was never treated never provided medication for never provided a treatment plan for never diagnosed yeah the father can heal anything labels I believe in labels I think they could be helpful Diagnoses. I think they could be helpful To get you the treatment that you need Some people need medication, some people don't Some people need medication and talk therapy Some people need to go punch it out In a punching bag Or go join a UFC fighting gym Some people need to serve In their community feeding the homeless at the food pantry Some people need to sing And that is their ministry You do whatever the Father calls you to do He's building my empire Which is helping to teach you What that is for you and he's attracted all kinds of people from all kinds of backgrounds, and I love it. I love it because every day I wake up and I am surprised at his goodness. He is such a good father. I've been so frustrated looking for housing options since, since the car accident, because I also lost my housing, lost my job, I lost everything all at once. And I was like, all right, Father, I haven't lost you. I got you, and that's better than everything. And it's been very frustrating. But he allowed me to have to get to a place of need so great that I connected with a community member that is actually doing a project for the homeless. And when they found out my need from a friend of a friend reaching out, they said, all right, I'd love to help you. So now I've got housing, I've got some stability, and they're doing it at a very affordable rate, which means that I have money to be able to allocate towards my ministry to help people that are less fortunate than me. The Father will bless whatever you have if you choose to be wise with your money, if you choose to be wise with your time. What are you spending your time on? What are you spending your money on? The latest mission we're figuring out right now. I'm not sure exactly what the mission is yet, but the Father has caused me to reach out to a co-worker that has um, overcome prison time, overcome homelessness is a veteran, uh, is working on their addictions to their things that help them cope in life. And we had our first initial conversation about it, about the mission. And I said, well, here's what I think the mission will be. And they had some big problems with it because they've got more knowledge of what resources are available and they think that I'm being redundant. I said, maybe I'm not ready about the mission. Maybe we discuss it further and you teach me about some of the resources that you're aware about and then we can figure out where the need is and we can pray about it and see what the Father decides. And they said, sounds good. I can't wait to be a part of it. And I said, if you need to have community service hours, any time we spend together working on this can be notated for your community service hours for your program that you're in because I have a 501c3. And they said, awesome, great, looking forward to it. And I said, check out my website, you know, anytime. And all faith systems are welcome as long as you don't hurt children or traffic human beings. And that was it. And uh, so it's that's the latest mission. It's kind of in, in, in the planning stages. And I love it because I have a job now. It doesn't pay me my value, but it allows me uh, lower stress levels so that I have a cognitive space to be able to help other people. And I have stable housing. And this person supports Um, what I'm doing and and, uh, helping uh, minister to other people and they're providing uh, space for me financially to get back on my feet and save up so that I can eventually get my own place if my husband is not returned to me. I married my hero of 2020. I married that man. And these people tried to kill us when he asked to retire to help me with this life mission last year. They were so focused on winning their presidency in my nation. They lost the focus that the father is in charge of it all. And uh, people didn't think this through when they tried to kill the top warrior of the White Hats. They tried their best to use me as a spy, to use me as an informant. They underestimated the power of the father working through me. They underestimated A woman who grew up in the hood with drug dealers, gang members, as my neighbors. These men, these were my big brothers. And people underestimated me because they didn't know. All they knew was that I was poor and I love that they underestimated me. (laughs) I love it. I absolutely love it. The father is building my empire And I don't necessarily care too much for having fancy cars or, you know, a big fancy house. The only reason why I would want a big house is to help provide uh, one of my service ministries that the Father gifted me in 2021 is the Healing Harmony Place. This would be kind of like an Airbnb weekend getaway or like a two or three day, uh, maybe midweek for a husband and wife veteran or first responder that don't make a lot of money, but they'd like to have a five-star experience and they'd like to receive some healing through our property and through time with me and my husband. I wasn't married yet when the Father gifted me the name of it, but I dreamed of being married and, and being able to serve people that would come to the home. I told my nonprofit business partner at the time, my friend of seven years. We're no longer friends. I had to disassociate from her because These people threatened her to disassociate from me and then they used her as a spy and informant to trace our location on a phone call. They illegally hacked in on our phone call, abusing their powers in telecommunications. She was asking questions about my husband and I told her, I'm not allowed to talk about him, but she already knew about him. She was asking questions as if I never talked to her about it a year prior. She was a bad actor. They probably threatened her whole family. That's what they do, that's what these people do. They're evil, they're focused on money. And they have access to power and money. And that is why we are draining the swamp. Because they don't get to have access to money anymore. That is why they're trying to get you to download $6,000 payout from the government. Because our government is split in America right now. We are draining the swamp of what the Obama administration and the Bush administration did to America. You vote for whoever you want to vote for coming up not my job to influence you to vote, but I'm going to tell you right now, I haven't voted in probably 20 years, maybe more. Well, let's see, I'm 37. So last time I remember voting, I was a high schooler, senior in high school. I think it was the first time, like just after I graduated, because I graduated 17. So I think a freshman, excuse me, a freshman in college, because I was 18 at that point. I think I think that was when I voted. And both of the political parties involved in the Illuminati. Both of the people that were we were voting for. Both of them involved in the harming of children. Bush and Obama. Trump not involved. I'm voting for Trump. I encourage you to. But I'm a spiritual leader. So we're not supposed to talk about politics. But I have to let you know real life. They have blocked me from building an empire that the father assigned. Because a lot of these people are Islamic extremists. That cause division on Purpose in the world. They believe that it is perfectly acceptable to kill lots of people and that they will get a bunch of virgins in heaven if they kill themselves. These are the kinds of people that beat and kill their wives to unrecognizable faces and bodies. That's why they cover up all their bodies except for their eyeballs so that they can cover up the bruises. Those people we do not want in America, but many of them are already here. Our borders were opened in the last few months. You think these people are going to be kind to you? No, they're getting free five-star hotels in New York and all over. Meanwhile, tons of American citizens are being forced into homelessness, destitution. I'm a hard-working woman. And they forced me into homelessness four times in the last three years, and they've siphoned off my monies. They hacked into my bank account last fall, moving my money illegally, abusing their powers in satellite. Interceptions. They moved my money to negative $6,000 after they targeted me when I provided a free therapy experience that we are still in development on. The father has gifted me 54 alternative therapies, and they were upset that I kept having success in things with minimal effort because it's not me. I give all glory to God. When he tells me to do something, I'm obedient. And he told me to execute a therapy last year. And before we even had the name of it in December, I had 65000 on the invite list for free. And these people they had signed a three-year contract to steal from me. No one told me there was a three-year contract. I figured it out. That's why my husband married me because he told me I would be a good spy for the military. He told me that. I said, really? You think so? I was so flattered when I first met him and he told me that. But what I didn't realize is that they actually did it. They used me as a spy. Nobody paid me. So they're going to be paying me a lot of money for the rest of my life. And I'm going to distribute that wealth from our government and from all these rich people that have been hoarding their money for too long. Review James 5. If you have any questions about that, I'm going to distribute their wealth to the poor because that's what Jesus told me to do. I'm going to be known as a woman all around the earth that loved people. I don't care if I have a lot of homes or a lot of properties or a lot of this and that, unless the father says, I want you to have it. Money is a resource to be able to help people or to be able to help yourself. And in the hands of the right kinds of people that have good hearts, that think about others, about themselves, it could be great, it could be great for you to have more money. In the hands of evil people, it's terrible because then they have more time and more money and more power to do more evil things in the world. He's building my empire. I can't wait. What's up, Father? Talk about my airplane ministry? Okay, he says yes. Talk about it right now. Um, I can't remember the exact name, but I, I, I have a command and the team can hear my ideas and so they already know about it so if anybody tries to copy this idea your idea will be shut down nobody steals from a child this a Um it's called Faith Flights I think is what we called it and uh, we will be owning an airline industry and renting it out for people that need it and we'll have access to our own jet and it will have air nickel ministries painted all over it uh, when there is a need in our nation or any nation anywhere in the world will be able to fly immediately to wherever the travesty is and provide them supplies, medical supplies, food, um, warmth, whatever the need is, money for housing, uh, volunteers to help rebuild homes, whatever the need will be, we'll have access to it and we'll also be renting out the airplanes to other people and businesses and nonprofits to provide for good services around the world. What's that, He says we're going to take away all the airplanes from those that were controlled by PJ Flynn's cousin. Okay, so those belong to us now. I love it. Yeah, PJ Flynn's cousin was a part of an organization that was supposed to fly um, organ transplant around the nation but they were actually abusing their powers and they were bumping rich people to the top of the line and uh, he was re-added to my friends list when I had removed him off of LinkedIn as a connection and I asked him directly in the direct messages are you the cousin of PJ Flynn and he lied to me directly and my warriors of light they trace everything So he lied pointedly, and he tried his best to be a spy, knowing full well that P.J. Flynn tried to kill his own mother. All of these people are involved in the RICO Act. And uh, you don't have to earn money in this world, is what I'm learning. The Father can just give it to you from people that aren't being responsible with what they've been given. They're going to abuse their powers and show favoritism to the rich. The Father doesn't like any favoritism. Review James, I think, three or four. He does not encourage favoritism. If you're going to favor anyone, He actually says, go ahead and favor the poor. That's what it said in the Scriptures. You can choose to not believe that, but I'm still going to going to be true for me. That's what he told me. So it will be done. I don't know when. I'm not concerned about the when. I know the what. And uh, we're going to need access to airplanes. We're going to need access to fuel. So I'm excited that uh, my current day job, (laughs) where I work, is in the oil and gas industry. They love me. They hired me and got me working in less than 24 hours. I started working my shift. How in the world was I applying for jobs left and right for many months? Many months. All of these jobs I was applying to that required me to create online login and this and that. What in the world do you need all my personal information for? And then you get hacked into, all of these websites, every single one of them, they got hacked into and they erased my application and they blocked the phone calls for interview opportunities where some of them I did have interviews and they told me they were going to hire me, they did a background check and in that time period in that time period I was falsely arrested so there was a bad mark on my credit check, my background, because this woman that I had worked for had gotten me arrested when I had reported child abuse and she ignored me, and she owes me $11,000. Yeah. So I was blocked from getting new job opportunities and housing because they impacted my credit, they impacted my background, they impacted everything. But the Father used it all to prepare me for faith flights, to build relationships with real business owners. The owner of the company—I don't know if he's still alive—but the family. He's a. I read the history of it because my assistant manager printed it off and showed it to me. They loved veterans' spouse. They love veterans and veterans' spouses because they were started from a veteran. World War One veteran started this company. Smart businessman. They own a bunch of gas stations, so I work at a gas station right now. It's better than nothing. I had a better paying job before this, but I was on a mission trip to feed the homeless. And I got hit by a car and I lost my job because I was denied medical and that job required me to be released from doctors. And the doctors refused to treat me and they were billing me instead of the insurance company and I hired lawyers at Morgan & Morgan. And they reached out to all the businesses involved and then they dropped me after they agreed to work my case when the woman had admitted full fault They dropped me for no reason other than there is a group, a cult, called the Illuminati Deep State and many of these people and these businesses are involved and they get phone calls and they have private conversations because I refuse to join them. So, what they're allowed to do, which is illegal, is ruin your whole life. Every aspect of your life. And we've traced all these rats. So I've had to be bait. I've had to be the cheese in the analogy of the rats to drag out all the rats. And so you know the organizations that have helped me and you know the ones that have chosen not to. The ones that are absolutely terrified from the fake media that has been released telling lies about President Trump. Do people know the truth. You can't trust the media. We've known that for a long time. I haven't watched the news since college, since Obama got in office. They tried to ruin America from the inside out and Trump is coming and his warriors of light are coming to try and fix the damages, but you can't put the pressure all on him. We all need to do our part and step up and figure out how we can help build this empire of America, the American dream of all the freedoms that people fought and lost their lives over to keep America a great country. The last three years, America has turned into a shithole. By bringing nothing but the truth. We can make America great again. We can make the whole world better. By being kind to those that are closest to us. By not judging anybody from their background, their story, their, their circumstances. But meeting people where they are at. Respecting ourselves and respecting others. Treating people with dignity and leaving people, places, and things better than we found them. That's what I think. Take it or leave it. I'm very excited to do this, this next mission because He brings people to me that are different from me. But have different life experiences that have different levels of expertise, skills, that think differently. You need to have people on your team that think differently. If you're desiring to have a father build an empire through you, then you need to have people that are not just, yes, people that will think for themselves and will tell you their honest opinions But at the end of the day somebody has to be the decision-maker for executing things so if you are called to be a leader then you need to know what your weaknesses are and you need to either hire your weaknesses or find volunteers that are willing to donate their time to help you. So how do you do that? Well, I spend a lot of time with her. That's what I do. That's what has helped me. Couldn't do anything and I didn't have stable housing. Couldn't do anything but make sure I was taking care of myself and making sure I was showering daily, taking care of my self-care needs, everything that I talk about in the Resiliency Queen song is, is real life. I'm a Resiliency Queen until it's a flowing machine Never a neglecting self-care routine. I'm a Resiliency, Resiliency Queen. My father gifted me that song last fall along with nine other songs in the month of September when I had been targeted from the richest organization again. They had targeted me, siphoned all my money and tried to get me falsely arrested with all the January 6 people. After running a free therapy experience, and I had the head of Disney Hotel's previous Super Bowl performer, the bronze star veteran that has worked with Olivia Newton-John, Madonna, Mick Jagger, all these big names stepped up for free for me to help improve the treatment of people and patients with depression. And all of these rich people in the farm industry, and in the medical insurance industry, they all were in cahoots. They had targeted me because I refused to join their cult. In order to join their cult, they wanted me to prostitute my body. They wanted to get it on camera. I refused. They paid the man, the president of the Blackwater alumni group, they paid him in April of 2021, over 800 acres to get it on camera in the middle of the day in public, which is illegal. And he's a veteran first a Jason Johnson. They paid him between 800 to 850 acres, or they were going to pay him. To, he told me he had 1,000 acres. And six months prior to that, he only had 150 to 200. So I don't know what the truth was. I don't know if they actually paid him or he had to, you know, show them physical hard evidence. But all I know is that I had asked him to donate an acre or two for the Healing Harmony Place on that fake date. He told me to. I drove an hour each way to, to have him disrespect me like that. And then I married the man that trained him. And they got jealous. They tried to kill me and my husband, the man that trained him, because they tried their best to ruin my reputation, and my money. And the military that protects America, the best military in the world that protects Trump,
1: <laughs> they don't
0: play those games. They respect women. They respect families. And they didn't like that I had been targeted. So they had to allow these people to do whatever they were gonna do. So then, it would make my story even more powerful it's the truth I bring you nothing but the truth Regents Bank was the bank that was targeted they they made it look so convincing that I had committed um, money laundering by sending me a fake opportunity to be a brand ambassador for an energy drink energy Thai drink company a real company that was number two in the world or number two in Thailand and she had targeted me with a business because jason johnson came to my house and bought me dinner from his phone from uber eats or one of those food delivery companies that that business was closed that night so we ended up ordering pizza but he knew what my favorite food was so he knew that i liked that country and so my husband also knew that food so i thought that it was my husband's Team that was sending me a business opportunity since I couldn't communicate at all with my husband when I was forced to move out of our house. After 19 days of marriage, I have been tortured because of our political animosity. Both political teams desired me, desired to use me and my gifts and my skills, and my husband never tried to use me. He tried to retire from his job and then forced him into slavery. I don't know. I don't know who tried to have us killed last year, but I know my husband probably figured it out. These men are scared, because I know a woman would never do that. A woman would never destroy a marriage. It's men and their egos, and their focus on money. They destroyed their own empires. And mine, mine is being built up from the ashes around them, because I don't need physical buildings to make impact. I don't even need money to make impact. The Father has used me to get other people to spend their money. I was reading earlier this morning Nehemiah. Nehemiah was loved by the king. I think the king's name was Atter-Zexes, or Turks. I don't know how to pronounce his name. But at that time, Israel was being... Persecuted, and their their land was being demolished, and he was sad, and he had never been sad in front of the king before. So the king was surprised. He said, "Hey, you've never been sad around me. What what's making your heart sick?" And he told him. He told him exactly what was wrong, and he said. Uh, he asked him if he could go and rebuild Israel, and the king gave him permission. And not only did the king give him permission, he also provided him. A letter to bring to the the head of Timber, so that he could get the supplies he needed to rebuild it. Father speaking to me right now. What's that, Father? He said, "You have the blood of Nehemiah within you." Wow, that's cool. Wow, I come from that DNA, huh? Wow, that's cool. Okay, this is too heavy for me. All right. I haven't lifted weights in a few months because i in stable housing, but mostly in the car accident. Mm, do I like that weight? I don't think I do. It's okay. I used to teach fitness classes, so I'm very, very humbled right now at the loss of strength I've had, but it's okay. It's alright. Is my strength when i am like i encourage you if you're not currently weight training to get in the gym once a week start out once a week with the weight training cardio you can do every day walking is great you don't have to be in the gym to do that you can walk you can run you can swim you can dance anything it gets your heart beating consistently for 10 minutes minimum 60 minutes recommended if you can work your way up to that <coughs> If you've been training for a while and you want to start making a greater impact on your weight, your body mass and whatnot, the best way to lose weight is a combination of cardio and weight training muscle fitness. So lifting weights either on machines or free weights or body weight exercises. And uh, what's recommended from the ACSM, which is the gold standard that the military uses for most federal grants and whatnot. They use some ACSM, excuse me, NASM as well. But I'm biased. I got ACSM certified after graduate school or during, I should say. um, They recommend three to four days a week for weight training. So I'd recommend like a Monday, Wednesday, Friday, or Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday. And then if you wanted to do that fourth day, you could have that day be devoted to your core. Say upper, lower core. Maybe two core days, depending on what you're training for. When I used to uh, manage a gym. I was the uh, personal training director, so I was, I was responsible for selling the packages, and then I was also responsible for coaching my trainers and covering for their their workouts if they, you know, for example, their car broke down or they uh, didn't show up to make sure there was coverage for our customers, training customers. I wore a lot of hats and, uh, I didn't do it for very long because my uh, father was diagnosed with cancer and his terminal quite so quick so I could have time with him. It was too much. I was working at that job too many hours. I did good because I'm the hard worker. Like you have to be obsessed whatever job you have but you also have to learn to balance your personal life as well in most of the jobs I've had since getting my degrees have forced me to be slid to the job. That's what the Obama and the Bush administration have done to America my whole career. Even before I was an adult I had a paper up for nine years because my parents were stressed about money before that. And uh, it was our way of having family time together. I learned a lot about responsibility I've been working since I was nine years old. I had two jobs, I know how to work hard. But even, even the creator of the universe rested on the seventh day. He built the whole world in six days and then on the seventh day he rested. Which tells us that we're supposed to be able to rest one day a week. So many jobs since the pandemic. They, it's like they're shocked when I ask for a day off. I say yes, because of my religious reasons, I need a day off of work. And then they schedule me anyway. So then I have to remind them of the promise that we agreed to. And they give me flapping me attitude. And it's like, why do I need to remind you of what the laws are? Because everybody has been stressed. With money. And, tub- and team coverage. They're punishing those that are reliable and show up to the jobs with extra shifts. Sure, there's more money, but so what? So what if our nation gets taken over by terrorists coming in here that have been illegally allowed to come? And you have all this money in the bank and then they kill you? How good is that money? So I, I hate to say that so, brass, so, so drastically, but that's the truth. So you need, you need to be training every day. Stop being lazy. Stop watching so much TV. If this is hard for you to hear, get over it. I'll bring you nothing but the truth. Maybe I'm not talking to you. If you're feeling targeted and attacked, maybe you need to go listen to this at the gym. You should be able to walk for an hour, nonstop, every day, minimum. If you have COPD, if you have heart conditions, you need to train yourself up. Talk to your doctor about how to train your heart to get you back on track. You should not be required to be on a machine to help you breathe if you are under the age of 60 if you're smoking there's enough research out there to tell you to stop if you feel you need to stop it's not the cigarettes that it's the problem, it's the additives that they put in it, so maybe you need to buy organic costs a few more dollars but it'll keep you from being on a breathe a machine I was interviewing and I was told I was going to be hired they told me not to take this other job opportunity to sell the machines to the doctor's offices to help people breathe I was going to be making a lot of money but that was a phone call that was blocked so the team doesn't want me I think to be working with those kinds of companies because I think those kinds of companies are going to be paying out a lot of money to the poor I can't wait I can't wait He's building my empire, and he can build yours too. Ask him how you can, how you can use your gifts, how he can use your gifts to serve him and serve people in this world, and he'll reveal it to you. He'll he'll either reveal it to you audibly, um, in vision format, in your journal, or he'll bring a person to your life that's going to ask you for help and you're going to have exactly what they need for help. He'll show you. He'll guide you if you allow him to guide you. If you give him the time. He desires to have a relationship with all of us and he's able. He's able to have a relationship with all of us. He's able to be everywhere at all times. He knows all things. He knows all the evil that's been done in the world. And he has had enough. That's why Trump went to every major nation and showed them the evidence. And they've been working for years being very patient to make sure we all all would not be fooled any further. Some will be fooled because the Father actually wrote that in the scriptures. Okay, the Father's telling me Revelations 12-18. So go there. Not everyone will be able to acknowledge Him even when they've got boils on their skin, even when there's diseases from insects and bugs and locusts and all kinds of weird things that come to attack them. They will still not repent to Him. Some will, some won't, so what? We don't know who will. So do your part and be loving and kind to everybody because none of us know the intentions of the heart. That's why I love who he sent me to work on this project. Because this person was so adamant, so, like, almost angry sounding. And I was, like, receiving it as, like, that they were angry. But they actually were not angry at all. They they actually, um, they loved my heart. That's what they told me. They were yelling, though, because they've been homeless before they've been stolen from from homeless people that are drug dealers drug abusers and they were very adamant that I'm naive and I said well it sounds like you've been through some real life experiences that I haven't been I said I have my experiences and I know I know what the father has assigned me to do and maybe the maybe the mission isn't clear yet maybe we're supposed to talk about it and pray about it together, maybe you're supposed to teach me about some of the resources that are in the area so that I can make sure that what we're doing is something helpful and not redundant, right? And he said, okay, yeah. So then it was like, I acknowledged him as a human being and I didn't try to like act like a leader in the situation. Men sometimes, this is what I've learned as a woman, men sometimes need to feel important, like they're in charge, and I don't mind that, because I try my best to be obedient to the scriptures that I grew up reading, and in the scriptures, it says that God is first, my husband is next, and this man is not my husband, but, you know, masculinity, men then next, and then the woman, and then children after that. And so if this person is supposed to work on this project with me, if I acknowledge him and his experiences and I allow him to lead certain aspects of it and provide his ideas, then he will be more than willing to open up and that helps to build trust, if that makes sense. And that is exactly what I did when I worked in the psychiatric hospital. I was the leader of it. I was the facilitator of it. But I explained to everyone that this is a group project. We're gonna be building something. that's gonna be here for a lifetime and each time you give me your honest feedback being participants in this program, we're gonna take whatever we can modify based on your feedback, based on the financial limitations that the psych hospital had, we didn't have a budget at all to work with. So it it caused them all to open up their minds to using their imagination to making it better because I proved to them after the first round that I listened to them. And we modified the program and made it better. Move Happy wasn't just an animal program. This was a psychiatric hospital program built by, designed by real patients that struggle with depression. That's the foundation of this business, and that is a very powerful foundation because I was allowed to do it. And they build the state, the father, the father causes. People with money to spend their money because I choose love. And when Jesus came down on the earth and he revealed to us that if we choose love, that will open up the treasures of heaven, that I am living proof that that is true. <laughs> I'm so excited for the rest of my life. I don't know what, what it's going to look like from day to day, but I do know one thing remains true, and that the Father loves all of us he loves you listening to this and I don't know why he allowed me to go through all the terrible things in the last few years but I do know that I'm still alive and so he still got a purpose for me and so I'm going to be continuing to be obedient and I'm going to do whatever it is that I can do with my abilities even with a broken back with doctors that denied me medical appointments because I didn't have the money in America and I'm a veteran's space. I'm going to continue being obedient to the Father and serving in my community and rehabbing myself based on the degrees that I studied in school. And I'm listening to my body because I'm an athlete. I'm a high-endurance athlete, and I've had some day training going on. My body has relapsed a little bit because I was hit by a car 80 miles an hour, and I already had bone-on-bone bone in my spine before that. It didn't make my back better. It made it worse. So I know that the Father loves, loves that I'm serving him even though I'm in pain, even though I've got injuries, even though I didn't have a lot of money, even though I didn't have stable housing. I didn't allow for the situations that are big, real-life stressors to stop me from, from serving him. It's something within me that compels me to keep moving forward when you have real healing from the father when he breaks the chains of suicide ideations and depression when he breaks that you don't ever go back to that you just want to help tell as many people as possible of the love of the father you want to help as many people as possible to not be bound by the chains of oppression that the enemy has many people under it's unexplainable the freedom the freedom that is available to you when you have a real relationship with the Father. And you can have access to Him at any time, day or night. You can ask Him for anything. And if you ask in His Son's name, He will give it to you. If it will benefit you, He will give it to you in His perfect timing. So trust, trust that He will provide it to you in His perfect timing. And be clear on what you ask for. Be careful for what you ask for. Your word the words are very powerful. They bring life or they bring death. That's fine. He said, call to action right now. So, to make sure we're doing my cool down, you should always do a cool down at the end of your workout to get your heart ready for everyday life or to get your heart calmed down, ready for bed. If you're going to work out right, right before bed, I recommend an hour at least before you go to sleep. but. Your cool down can be five to ten minutes um, on any cardio machine you prefer, or or walking is great as well, getting your heart ready to go to the next thing in life. And uh, we recommend stretching in some capacity, some people like dynamic stretching at the beginning of your workout before weights after a warm-up which is fine. Um, I do like that, but I I didn't do that today, so I'm still kind of waking up. Um, so I'll do some stretches after I get my massage therapy. Thank you to my gym for providing that. <laughs> um, so while I'm cooling down on this bicycle Matrix brand. Thank you to the Matrix company for partnering with my gym. Repeat after me if you haven't already done so. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for this gift of salvation. I can't earn it or buy it. You give it freely to those who believe in your Son, Jesus Christ. Father, I I am a sinner that I don't desire, continuing in that pattern. Father, I ask you to come to my heart and never leave my side. I pray this in your heavenly name. Amen. If you just prayed that prayer for the first time, you want to walk in your own family. Your next step is to get plugged into a Bible based church. Keep God first place. Ask Father. Donate medical supplies, he says. If you feel compelled to, if we've added value to you, it would mean the world if you could donate some medical supplies. I'm not sure exactly what's happening in America, but we're going to need help real soon. Something, Something's coming. If you could donate medical supplies, you can mail it to Aaron Nicole Ministries uh, 1477, Tiny Town Road number or hashtag 191 City is Clarksville, Tennessee 37042 Any medical supplies that don't require refrigeration uh, would be welcome and uh, we appreciate you Anything else on there? Alright Don't forget to tell someone you love them today and we'll see you next time